What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 385. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy, talking about the Patreon, merch shop, pre-rolls, math degree, DoorDash glitch, mask, doctor visit, family, geese, cooking, school, bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking this out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. It's time to unwind. It's time. It's time. Man, where am I thinking of? It's Vader time? Is that what it is? I don't know. I have something in my head at yeah, the moment. Yeah, I know. I know, like I know. I know. One to come out from that, and I don't. God damn it. It's uh, time. Uh, Michael Buffer. Well, yeah, it's that, but I'm feeling like there was a It's Time and Time, It's Vader time at the beginning yeah. of like his like intro yeah. or something, maybe. Um, Brad will let me know if I'm on, on yeah. or not there. Um, one of our consistent listeners. Um, I got to shout out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash a podcast of Mo. Uh, it's still going, keeping us uh, surviving afloat until episode 400. Uh, we got some co-producers like my mother and it's your boy H2.com, Graveyard Entertainment, and Forgotten One. Still on Sean Rico Reds, but we'll figure it out by next month. Um, also have a merch shop at shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast mo. If you would like to get you a t-shirt uh, before 400, you know, I think you should be wearing a podcast t-shirt while listening to episode 400 should be the goal. I would Hell assume. Yeah. So anyway, think about it. Think about it. Uh, so, man, uh, how's your week been? It's your almost last week of having two jobs, right? Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, going pretty good. They uh, uh, got a extra day or two covered, and uh, so I didn't have to work them all because I was just I was exhausted anyway. I was like, I don't care about the money. I'm fine. Right. Uh, I'm exhausted. And so I'm going to get back in the full swing at the other place, but they had me come train the other two guys that's going to be on night shift. One of them's already been working night shift. They wanted me to train them on pre-rolls. I was like, y'all know I've only been doing pre-rolls three months. And the machine y'all trained me on, y'all took. And so last week I came and there's this fucking bump box sitting on a table. Yeah, I've seen videos of bump boxes. Well, there's a bump box sitting on a table with this note. And I tried to use how the note said. And man, them joints are hard as hell to, to fucking fix up. I was, you know. Right. And they was trying to do it on a little vibrator that it didn't quite fit. So if you didn't know to hold on to it, it would slide off and kind of crunch the bottom of your papers. And so I get there last night and this dude's already started, which I was a little bit annoyed because I was like, I was asked to train and come in and show it my way. Why would they already have shit out? Right. You know, I mean, because I you know, sanitized myself. I was going to start from scratch. And uh, so I'm watching him and he is taking one cone at a time, putting a little bit in there, packing it down in the neck and then putting it in the bump box. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, it's a big waste of time. It seems like that'd be the easiest part to get in that first part. Actually, the, the crutch is the hardest part to get if you don't know what you're doing. Oh, okay. But, so I was like, no. I said, we're going to take, uh, we're like, right, there's 76 holes. We want them to weigh 0.8. I know the only 0.6 is going to go in there, you know, because the paper's 0.2. Right. And, uh, and so I was like, it was 60.8. I said, we'll start with that. You know, sift the stems up. And then I take it just like a pizza and you put it on the outside edge of this box. Just barely. I, I took like an eighth of what I had. Right. And then just a little bit in the middle, I put the lid on it and I start slamming it down on a table, you know, and rotate because it's an octagon. So I hit it eight times. That's the way I feel about it. And uh, 
this girl that was also training, she fucking jumps. And I was like, you all right? She's like, I wasn't prepared. Like she, they, and then I, I mean, ca- I've never seen a bump box get slammed. So, I mean, I think it would catch you off guard, but honestly, it's called a bump box. You bump it against the table. I thought I've always seen it where people just bump it. Like you are just hitting it with your hand and then that makes it go into the holes. But either way, if you're watching someone lift something, you should be expecting a slam. Well, I lifted it and kind of just popped it down. I'm not slamming aggressively. Okay. Gotcha. But the only reason I put a little bit in there, cause think about it. If you got a big clump of stuff and you're pouring it down in a funnel, what happens? It stops. It gets clogged up in that hole because the hole's too little for all that product right. coming. So you got this empty space and that's why they couldn't get no necks. You had to put very little in there, and that goes down in the next. And then I took half what I had left, it repeated the process, and then the final process. Well, the problem is they're fucking cone-shaped. I hate joints, new yeah. fucking cone-shaped yeah, ass ways. I don't like pre-rolls anyway, but, you right. know, that's part of my job. I so. just don't see why people prefer it. I get, maybe they, people they don't. They can't roll. Yeah, I guess And so. they're getting a quarter bag of shake and trim for 20 bucks. I guess I think it's as good as Reggie, whatever. Yeah. It's These not. goddammers. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, so I take the joint off, and I was like, all right, I'll just scrape the neck out, and I pack it down, and I kind of go up and make sure it's not too tight, and then I close it. Put it over on scale, it's 0.79. Next one, 0.8. I'm like, because I was doing three, 400 joints a night to their 76. Right. Now I know why. And they was trained by the people that was supposedly knew what they were doing. But right. I was like, guys, all I did was watch a video on YouTube. Right. Well... I'm sure they'll figure out how many you did, I guess, whenever you're gone. Well, I think they've already started to figure it out. Right. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, I went up and trained them, so I can come show y'all, too, because they look lot like lost little puppy dogs, because it wasn't anything they'd ever been shown before. Right. Um, well. It was interesting. I was, I was just mind-blown, and the processes was so different. Right. Well, fuck yeah, it's going to take you three hours to do one run. Well, I mean, it makes at least for an interesting day at work. Like my job in the summer is normally pretty chill. Like there's not a whole lot going on, which I like. But today, everyone decided they had all these problems today, and it was really busy. But it went really fast, you know, because I wish wasn't used to actually doing much. Yeah, <laughs> these days, and so I was like, oh, I guess you take the. Yeah, your busy season's about to kick in. Oh yeah, uh, August is fucking sucks. Which we might too, because we'll have all them college kids back in town. Right. Yeah, I'm sure that helps a lot. Like, I think the population of our town, like, doubles when college is in session. It goes quite a bit up. Yeah, well, probably not quite doubles, of course, but I think the amount of people that buy stuff doubles, you know, because we don't all, count kids. What about all of us that move here and stay? Because, I mean, there's a ton of us. Yeah. I mean, I was never going home. I <laughs> I don't know why I stayed native, but, de- well, yeah, dude. But no, I'm not even saying that. Like, I stay native because I didn't want to go home. I, my wife currently had one more semester. And I was like, I mean, I had plenty of dreams of me using my math degree to get out of the state and go places. But she was decent. And I didn't want to lose that. You know, she's pretty stable and all that. And uh, so me and Powell just got a job at Legal Shield. And. It sucked, but they kept giving me fucking raises and promotions. And the whole time I was like, I hate this product. I hate my job. But they just kept giving me raises. So I just was like, all right. And then eventually they got mad because I was the second highest paid person in the department because I would just negotiate raises well. And then I lost that job. And then now I have a job I enjoy uh, for the most part. But there are still times I'm like, I should have left a long time ago. And something else I, I rarely talk about because... 
I was stupid for like putting so many of like my eggs in that basket of like that'll just work. But my uncle, like my only blood relative, one of my only blood relatives, and no offense to everyone that's on blood relative, y'all are all very cool as well. But uh, you know, my mom has a blood one blood brother, and um, so he's like the only one. All the other thirteen fucking aunts and uncles I have or whatever is uh, all step and he has a math degree and he's very smart at math. It's a whole reason I was like, I bet I'm smart at math or whatever. And then he worked for study Island, which is like this textbook company that made study guides. And it was in Dallas. And he basically just said, you get a math degree. I will give you a job making math problems for these textbooks. I mean, just period. You get the math degree, you get a job. I'm the fucking head of this fucking floor. We don't ever talk, you know, but we're just real similar in a lot of ways. And everyone, like when I would just walk, the way I walk, people like you walk like your uncle. You have mannerisms like your uncle. Like I know there's something about us, but we we have no relationship, you know. Right. And um, my about a year until I graduated, he just said, "Hey, they shipped everyone but four of us to India," and I'm probably gone in like a year. And this is when I was sending my re- my rev my resume to be like, "Hey, I'm in this class. It's making me write resumes." I'm I hate writing. Can you help me? And he helped me with that. And then in that was like, by the way. And I was like, well, fuck. So I didn't really. So that's why people are like, why don't you get a teaching degree? It's because I thought I had this other thing in the bag. Yeah. And I just knew I wouldn't be well with kids. Even now people ask me and I'm like, listen, I can't censor myself. And I probably could for a little while. You know what I mean? Yeah. At work, I don't cuss that often. But I love having the freedom kids aren't around, you know, because I'll say some crazy shit. Yeah, you get to walk away and this teacher is stuck with these little bastards. Right. And I can just ignore them and stuff. You know, I act like they even talk to me and I'll just act like I'm better than everyone else. So I don't get paid as much as a teacher. And teachers get paid shit in this state. Um, but the job's cool. I mean, I've learned yeah. a lot about computers. And I could probably use that to get another job. Um, but is a bummer i didn't use those math degrees i guess well like i said i have i got raised quite a bit in the year i've been at this place yeah i mean so, I, I think um the, what you're making i'll tell people anything but is impressive for a dispensary you know so that's good and i think as long as you stick at that i mean you're gonna have all the experience you know, yeah so well i'm trying i told her i'd give it an honest shot if they promise to keep the license open in october that you know gives me a year and a half to yeah figure it out try um, all right, something happened this week. You know, you used to be a door dasher for a moment. Is there was a big door dash glitch about a week ago? So by a week and a half, by the time people hear this, and uh, what happened was it wasn't charging people, and so then a lot of, I want to say ratchet people, but I thought that has like a racial connotation. I don't mean it that way. Um, just a lot of people jumped on and were like, "I'm gonna order twelve thousand dollars of liquor from the liquor store because they're not charging me." thinking they're somehow going to get $12,000 worth of liquor for free. And then sure as shit by that Monday, DoorDash is like, got to figure it out. And all of y'all now you're like negative $12,000 accounts. And you know, they're going to take everyone to court. Yet. And also these people like posted on Twitter bragging about it. So they have like photo evidence of who oh, it is. You know, people are fucking idiots. Um, so anyway, I just think that's really, really funny. I mean, I'm not for the corporation. You know, I'm, I plan on having a powwow on soon. And I mean, he works for the DoorDash people, uh, like in a fucking office building, I believe, sort of thing, a distribution center for it. And uh, I'm sure he'll know something about it, maybe. But I do just think it's funny. People are like, oh, I'm going to take advantage. And they'll never catch. I'm like, what do you think is going to happen? Look at the way like Americans are like. If businesses like there's flooding and stuff, you see them ransacking and going in and gra- robbing right. these grocery stores. And it's like people call their buddies like, hey, ain't no one watching. Well, it's and, I mean, honestly, the reason I don't care much about that is it's very similar to mafia stuff. I'm not saying the mafia is the best, but it's like they have insurance. So, I mean, at the moment, they're going to get it all replaced anyway. Yeah. I'm going to go I'll grab me a TV off the shelf. I mean, like that's the thought process. They should be able to see you, too, if they're getting replaced by insurance. 
maybe cover the insurance costs. Right. I mean, there there's something there for sure. But if like someone's on fire and you were like, hey, there's a PlayStation Five there. Let's, I mean, what, let it burn or grab it. You know, <laughs> let's just grab it. I understand the the thought process. Um, now, if you started the fire, I think that's different. That changes right. probably uh, some of the. Uh, the moral thoughts there. Um, anyway, DoorDash glitch. Very funny. I enjoyed the instant karma people got. Um, some I've noticed around town a little bit. And then on the news, also, masks are coming back up. You know, but, you know, people wearing their masks. Now, I don't want to be like all runner person because I've never really been that way. But I remember when it, remember when it all died down. Like it was uh, dying down beginning of this year, maybe. Yeah. And it was like COVID almost disappeared. And then all of a sudden, and then it started ramping up. But during that dying down part, the CDC came out. And now I always quote the CDC because that's who everyone has been quoting this whole time. They're like CDC guidelines, CDC guidelines. And it used to be the left quoted them. And now the right quotes them a lot. You know, and that's just how good. And then everyone didn't care before and they care now or vice versa. And so it's just always fun. But the lady came out and said, like, all the masks we had aren't effective. You have to have, like, the real fucking ones that look like a hard hat, right? That kind of go on your face. Um, like, the real doctor ones, those are a thing. But all these masks we've been wearing, we're just, it's a placebo. It's like we're tricking ourselves. So it doesn't really help. And then all the studies that I've looked back on it said, even with the mask lockdown and stuff, we, it didn't really cut down on that many deaths. It was, like, 1% less death. Not, like, 90% less deaths, you know, just yeah. very minimal. So... I just think it's weird. People are immediately like, we got to wear the mask. I'm like, but didn't the CDC over the last six months be like, hey, that's not necessary because of this? And then all of a sudden you're like, I don't know. I just, I don't those like painters it. and construction workers. They they've been wearing those N95 masks, and after they've been on a hard day's job and take that off, their face is still completely fucking white. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm just fucking saying. Yeah. Very true. Um, I don't know. I just, I mean, wear the wear the mask for sure. I had to wear. I went to the doctor this week, and I had to wear one when I went in there. Um, and in the place I work, we have the part of the building rented out to this other people and they all wear masks. And so you feel really awkward not wearing one, but I'm like, I don't know. I had vaccine. I got COVID. I don't know. We'll see. I got mad the other day because, uh, my doctor's office, they're a little blood per- person wasn't there. So I had to go to this other facility. Well, fuck. I, I had to go the next day cause it was my day off and I get out there you see a mask sign on the door. You're like, motherfucker. I, had to I, know, all- I just forgot. That's what happened. I had to go all the way fucking home. I was like, if you're going to require a mask and not tell people ahead of time, fucking have a box of them there. Yeah, they should provide them. I, I luckily brought one, put it in my car the day before because so I thought about it, but then I forgot until I got to the door. I was like, oh shit, I have a mask. The, the time before, I took my outer <laughs> shirt off because I had an undershirt on and I just wrapped it around my face. People, they're just looking at me. Yeah. Well, whatever works for you, you know. Um, so I don't know what's happening with the COVID. What my doctor told me, the one I went to this week, they said they have seen an uptick in COVID, but it's very, none of them are severe There's cases. another strain that they was talking yeah, yeah. about. Well, like she said it's, it's very much like a cold to flu, you know, something in there. She said, but they haven't seen anyone in the hospital for it. So if anyone wants an anecdotal story, there you go. Um, but yeah, I went to the doctor to go reach, that has been since March or April since I went last time when I had all these issues and then refused to go do the x-ray because I got into it with the fuck lady at the hospital. But anyway, I tell this lady at the doctor's office, I think it's a vitamin B deficiency. Everything I've said on this podcast, you know, I think it's peripheral neuropathy and muscle coordination loss from vitamin B deficiency. And I tell the nurse at first and she was like, no, it's probably your neck. I had neck surgery before. Sounds like your neck. So my neck doesn't hurt. 
And I don't know why the fuck she's telling me. I don't know, right? She, she's just a nurse lady. But then the main doctor comes in, and she was like, yeah, I completely agree with you. And I was like, yeah, sweet. So she ended up giving me these six. I, I bought six vials of vitamin B12. They're like little mini vials. And then they gave me six syringes. So I felt like a fucking drug addict just getting them given to me at the pharmacy. Um, I don't know why, but I was just like, oh, something dirty about syringes. And then. I don't really know how to do it. I call my mom. My mom used to be a nurse. And uh, she explained, just like any other fucking shot you've ever gotten, you go two fingers below the shoulder, just right into the muscle. Uh, if someone else is giving it to you, if you're going to give yourself, go in the thigh muscle. Um, but she said a lot of people just physically cannot stab themselves with it. Yeah, I, t- I turned around because my wife was uh, down at the time from a surgery and I was doing testosterone stress. So I just turned around and looked at the mirror. Yeah, I mean, I Kubi wants to try. So I said, all right, well, I'll wait till you're back and I'll let Coopy try it. <laughs> um, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, but I honestly had a moment of feeling pretty good. So the vitamin B, I've been taking vitamin B pills and eating all these foods with it and shit. But uh, the doctor told me for people that are constipated or have diarrhea or anything at all wrong with their digestive system to where the vitamins don't sit in the intestines long enough, uh, then it that your body doesn't absorb them right so that's why you can do shots and uh she was like you don't, you don't necessarily need shots you might eventually get better but this could give you a big rush of it and if you have too much you cannot od on vitamin b you'll just piss it out and then your pee will be like neon yellow which it is already from the pills i take um and i was like all right good to know so eventually i'm gonna try that but last night i had a moment where i got up from this i recorded a song and i got up from the table to take the dog out and all of a sudden i was just walking normal um, I was explaining this to you before we recorded. Normally, right now, I have to like think about walking. I have to like think about each step, and it's almost like the front of my foot is grabbing and pulling me. If that makes sense, right? Like the ball, like the my toes and whatever the fuck that's called, that half of the foot. It's like that's hitting the ground and pulling my leg forward. Whereas, and that's normally not how you walk. Normally, you go hill. And then to toe, you know, hits or whatever. And so anyway, last night I had a moment of everything worked right. I was all trying to like do juke moves and fucking crip walk and shit. I wasn't really trying to crip walk, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I, if I could, I would have. But I was definitely like just dumbfounded at how my leg worked for a good 30 minutes normal. And so that gave me hope. So hopefully that happens again soon and I'll be back to full strength. Um, but it's been a long process. Yeah, when I was uh, walking behind you earlier, that's the most noticeable I've seen it. It looked like your right leg was working decent and your left leg was kicking out. Well, that's, that's what a, it looked like to me. Right. My right leg had been the problem and my left leg's been making up for it. And so I think all my left leg shit's literally just like my leg's tired. You know, like the muscles are sore and okay. tired and shit. But I don't think it's like whatever the fuck's wrong with my, what's wrong with my right leg. You know, it just feels different. And my right hand is getting less numb. And so that's good, but my left one still kind of is. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I'm trying to get disability, you know. I need to get a better paying job, but then so I can get disability. Well, you got disability is only 730 a month. I think it's 75 percent of what you made, I believe. Uh, I could be wrong, but that is what my father told me. Pick the year. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, another thing. Since last week, I went on my grandpa's a bitch fucking rant. And, Brad was like, yeah, man, it got kind of real. But I'm like, no one listens if they do. I just spoke my mind. You know, that's all that happened. Um, but I was going somewhere with whatever we just said before that. What did we say right before I mentioned that shit? Picking the year. Disability. That's it. So my dad got disability, right? Uh, because he worked at Halliburton and he had carpet tunnel on both his hands and he fucking has a replacement knee and all this shit happened. He got disability. And my grandpa's also in line to people. 
and tell him he got a settlement from Halliburton. And that's how they got the money to open the store. What just isn't true. And I don't understand. I've never been a person that makes up shit. I may be someone that like lets a secret slip because I just, oops. You know, I mean, that has happened to me. I'll admit that. But I've never just made up a fucking lie and been like going around telling people. He said he's never seemed like from what you said last two podcasts, like he's never really accepted your mom. I don't know. I mean, that that that's me not knowing anything other than the last two weeks of stories, you know. Right. But, uh, it's very odd. I, mean, I feel bad because she's such a nice lady. She's always been super kind to me. Well, I mean, I think he is discounting her hard work. I do think that's for sure happening. Uh, um, she's always been one of the people you knew would be working if I went to Warica. But right. <laughs> <Drew that. laughs> uh, but also, like I mentioned before, they had a, a business that they had. My mom was a teenager that went under. They filed bankruptcy. So I bet there's some jealousy in the fact my parents have perfect credit. And there's no way they do if they file bankruptcy sometime, you know, so maybe they've gone back now. I don't know. It's been years, but um, I don't know. It's just just something odd about the character, you know, of the person. Uh, I don't like it. It's like your mom's success is irritating the fuck out of him. Yeah, maybe. It's very, very odd. I don't know. I'm proud for your kids, man, no matter what age. Damn, I don't, I don't get that, man. Be, be proud of your kids. They're out doing something. They're not sitting in the fucking room, pissing in goddamn bottles, yeah. being thirty years old, mooching off people. All right. Yeah, we have a, we have a cousin, and I don't know if he's still pissing in jugs, but he was pissing in jugs, just fucking obsessed with Call of Duty. He's been using people since our granny was still alive. So. Right, and I can't, and I don't even mean this in like a mean way. I really don't. But. He's never had a job, to my knowledge, as an adult or not for very long, if he has, right? Like, less than a... In, like, the 12 years since he's been out of high school, less than one year of work, for sure. And I'm like, how? Like, I just can't... Because, like you've said, you've had a full-time job forever. I've had at least a part-time job since I've been paying bills and then a full-time job since I've been out of college. And it's like, that's just how the world works. And I can't even imagine a scenario in which I didn't work. I don't even know anybody that would let me stay in a room and right, not exactly. do anything. Right. Because my parents are great. My mom would never be like, sit at home all day and play video games and not have a job. Like, unless there was something wrong with me. But if I was a capable, able person, uh, I would I would be like shamed into it by my parents. So I couldn't just stay with them for nothing. My mom, she would let me come home. And then when I got on my feet, but I would have to be looking for a job every day. There was no right. way I'd be able to sit down. If I didn't have nothing to do, they'd have something around the house compound that needed done. Right. Like, I am not getting to sit in that room no matter what age I am. If I'm living there, I'm contributing. Exactly. So it, it's it was, hard for me to imagine. And again, I I do think there is a being that person also sucks. Being the person that has never had a job as an adult. So now it's hard to find a job and you don't really ever have this freedom that a person with money has. So I get there are bad sides to it. I'm just saying it's so hard for someone like me and you to even imagine how it even happens, you know. Enablers, I guess. Mine and your mom are not the enablers, and of course they're also not exactly the Moser family. Yeah, you know they both got married in, but we had the two strong women in that. Family. Right, for sure. I mean, uh, a lot of my personality is because I had a strong personality mom. Like my mom wore the pants, you know, in our house. She made the decisions and stuff. So and I think, my mom. and I think that is a different vibe than other households you know where it's not that right um interesting interesting shit all right what else we got here oh at the park i go to the park uh 
you know, almost every day. This in the summer is the wife takes over some days, takes the dog there. But we used to be overran with geese and ducks, right? And you would go and there'd just be goose shit everywhere. So people don't know it's like a there's like a pond and there's a mile track sidewalk around the pond so you can run a mile or whatever. And then there's an extra half mile path that goes down into like a little more scenic area where it's an amphitheater. So anyway, it's like a mile and a half total or a mile. There's a path for a mile uh, of this shit around the park. And it's, it's pretty nice for our fucking little town, honestly. And I'm really glad we have it. But all these geese being there just shitting everywhere, it would just would really ruin it. And then my dog would love to like want to attack them. And make them all fly into the water. She would think that's very fun. So they applied for some grant the city did. And they relocated almost all of the geese to certain ponds throughout the state in Kansas, I believe. And uh, so now when you go to the park, there's like eight of them. And they all stand in the middle. Like there's a little island in the middle. And they all hang out there. They're never on the sidewalk. Never in your way. And it is amazing. And I'm like, what? took so long for them to make this decision. They can train geese, but not children? Huh. Well, no, they well, just... Like, how do these geese know They round them up. There? But I know, but now that they got them all oh, the out eight, and they got the... I think they're in shock. Okay. I mean, in my, like, personifying of animals, and I don't know if this is true, they came and rounded up all the geese and ducks and all the shit that they moved. I'm sure there are baby ones and families. I don't know how they kept them together. They mentioned in the thing, because there was a note online about it, that they separated the babies from the adults so the babies wouldn't get hurt and i'm like well how do you know which one to put back with which because i mean they all look the same to me um but yeah so they just took them off and i think like the eight to ten that are left are just kind of in shock of like what the fuck happened they just came and abducted almost everyone but us and they're gone i want to know what happens next winter or summer whenever they're flying right these are Canadian geese, so mm-hmm. they fly somewhere and they'll fly like will they know to fly back to where they were dropped off or are they all just be back in eight and next year? They got to know something because they always seem to migrate, I think. So I don't know how long this is going to last, you know, but at the moment, it's awesome. Well, I know there's Hannah. I know, but they are so adamant about this little pond that you don't even catch any fish on that you walk around. But some people go down there and fish because there's not very many spots and you don't know anybody. That motherfucker handing out fucking tickets because they, they fucking check your fishing license at Wintersmith. Yeah, I've seen the game warden walking it's around. It's like, motherfucker, don't you got somewhere else that they're actually catching real fucking... There ain't no even no quality fucking fish in here anymore. Yeah, it just, I mean... So They'll fucking protect the real They just want to get money from you. I mean, as like a libertarian-minded person, fishing and hunting licenses are like my least favorite thing. Like, and the argument to be like, well, that money has to go to help preserve wildlife. I'm like, sure. But I think the fact you got to pay the government money to fish in their water or hunt in their woods is the exact same shit a king did in England in which we were like, fuck this. We're going to America, right? Because you couldn't hunt in the king's woods, couldn't fish in the king's river without their permission. That's the exact same shit. I don't like it. I don't, I don't know. know I got to play all about all by these rules. Just go hunting. I've been. Oh, I well. meant to get a fucking fishing lifetime fishing license years ago, but then after years go by, you feel like, well, I guess I missed that one, you know. But yeah, uh, I haven't fished in five years probably, and that's crazy to me. Maybe three, but it's been a long time, and I used to love it. So. How the fish out of your Warica? I don't know. Since there ain't no one ever there, so I can get on the water. That's true. My dad just ever since a surgery, he hasn't really done much, and then. Now they have this liquor store. It's their whole life. He's totally regret. I mean, I'm not probably speaking on term, but 
you can tell he misses like going camping, going to the lake, having yeah. vacations, having days off. Cause when you own a business, it is what it is. And he'll say something like, well, if we could just hire someone we could trust, but probably wouldn't trust anyone unless it was like you or something. And I'm like, well, you'd have to pay me money. And if you pay me enough money, we can probably talk Kubi into it. But then again, I don't know where he could fuck sucks. So I just think he misses like they used to go on vacation like twice a year. You know, they took yeah. like cruises. They used to go do shit. Yeah. They used to go spend their money and they haven't done anything in about a year. He's like, I don't like this hobby. <laughs> yeah. And so even though it's not hard, you just sitting there, you know, but yeah, it still rather, takes he, all your time. He'd rather be in the outdoors. He's right. He's always been that way. And yeah. I've I mean, known him. Even whenever like I go see him, it's just like, you want to go outside and talk? And I'm like, no, I want to be in the air conditioned building. You know, like why am I going to sit out in the fucking 100 degree heat? To do that. Like, I just don't get it. Um, but we're just, we're different that way, you know. But he's also like 28 shades darker than me. Still a white person, but my dad is dark as fuck because he's outside all the time, you know. Um, so I always find that interesting as well. Um, all right, another random animal fact. I heard this on Joe Rogan, and I've known this before, uh, but I want to bring it up in case anyone out there listening doesn't know this. The grasshoppers and locusts are the same thing. They're the exact same animal. What happens is when a bunch of grasshoppers get together and they get all social, they go fucking crazy. It releases a chemical in their brain and then they go crazy and transform into locusts. So locusts are just like horny social grasshoppers. Talking about the little noisemakers. What yeah. I've always called a locust. Yeah. Well, I've totally been corrected the last five or six months. That is a cicada. Yeah. Or I don't know if I said that right. No, it's a... Uh, I know you're saying you're phonetically pronouncing it right, but they say it's a uh, it's something it's slightly different than what you're saying. I just right, can't think but of it the that's what I was told that was, and those are not grasshoppers. And I've had like eight people was coming at me, and I was like, I didn't have the energy, but I was like, so well, certain lo- yeah, locusts and uh, cicadas are are different. I just don't know uh, the differences between them. I think uh, cicadas make sesame seeds or something. I think they're like the there's season one of Silicon Valley one of the best characters he dies between season one and two like the actual actor but he has this whole thing where he invested sesame seeds because of the the mating rituals of those bugs predict the harvest of sesame seeds or something there's a, this random fucking throwaway thing that i've always kept in my mind about that um yeah i grabbed a locust so there where i call a locust and took it through the house the other day is making that noise well, and the, the dogs looking they turn that head when they see there's them. a great i think it's freak maybe a radio lab episode which is a podcast about cicadas or cicadas cicadas maybe i don't remember I'm trying to remember how they pronounce that episode. But anyway there's this great episode about that how there's like these three different groups of them three different types and they make different sounds so like the ones we hear out here all the time or whatever is like their top and there's always different ones and all those sounds is part of a mating ritual song and it's like the female makes a noise and the male has to make a noise within one millisecond and if he doesn't then he doesn't earn her love or something right? but that, they know a lot about it and then um because I, I was going to sample that episode of radio lab because they they go down to just one sound of like, what's the one sound being you know, so repeated. And I was like, Oh, I want to sample these for a beat. You know, like it seems cool. Uh, but I never did. So I'm, puts it back in my mind, but fucking people study a lot of shit like bugs, yeah. you know? And then you're like, well, how much money has been spent towards bug studies? Hey, well, well and what's the point of all that? Okay. When I was a kid, there were thousands of freaking horny toads fucking running around. I hardly see them. Well, bastard. That's anymore. a good point, which I always thought it was because where we live now, we live in Ada, not where we used to live. Yeah. And we're in like, 
Ada is one of the more rockier parts of Oklahoma. It's not as flat here as other places. And so I always thought maybe it's just they hung out down where we're from, you know, in the yeah. flatter areas. But when I was growing up, yeah, we would catch 20 toads every summer. Yeah, well, like I go back and I don't see them on mom's land or I, I've seen, like, I've I seen, seen like my one dad, in the last few years and they used to just be everywhere. It wasn't even hard to get them. Yeah, my grandparents had a backyard with a lot of these tall like pine tree looking ass trees and they were always in their backyards every i mean every summer i could catch a bunch of them and they ate all the you find an ant pile eventually you'd find a horny tune simply how it works no i ain't seen too many frogs hanging around either this year yeah not this the year snakes have been heavy this year around here i haven't seen any but my parents I a couple years ago shorts. they had a lot of frogs around the lake you know but yeah, yeah. i don't know if recently oh, man, yeah it is the, um they want to go frog the catching. simulations broke you know uh they don't know how to populate animals why, why correctly go catch some frogs and do some frog legs i've never ate frog legs are they good they are uh you know i think a lot of people i've heard they're greasy and slimy in a weird way and then other people say it tastes just like chicken so uh, they're okay but like you know it's an experience right i remember also when i was a kid everyone would catch crawdads i never ate any but i'd help people catch them they're delicious if so. you know how to cook them Right. Wash them. They're called mud bugs for a reason. Right. Yeah. Triple, quadruple wash them. You don't stop pouring water on them until the fucking water is clear. It might take some time, but that's where people fuck up. They don't wash all the fucking shit and nastiness off. Yeah. Of them. My go to thing, what I do for seafood, uh, you know, I don't really eat red fish, uh, like salmon, which my wife keeps trying to get me to eat because it's supposed to be healthy for me. I took one bite of some I made her the other day. I just don't get it and i understand people are like but fish and pussy taste the same and you might like eating pussy fuck it, no it does not I, sure there's been a couple of times there's been some fishy scenarios but it ain't normally like that and then i don't know i just can't do the salmon i love white fish so you know if i'm gonna do some like catfish uh fillets or whatever and bread them up you got to soak them in milk like to me that's like the go-to if you want to make sure it doesn't taste like the lake or the river or whatever if you just soak them in milk for a little bit it gets all that out and then you bread them and do whatever um but a lot of times i'll go like to a restaurant there used to be a place called docks here and i enjoyed their catfish but every once in a while you'd get it and it just tasted like the fucking lake water and you're like oh, yeah God hell damn. we brought all that striper back uh last uh last winter man uh we cooked it up. There wasn't fishy taste. It was delicious. Right, and you can I don't also, like I don't like salmon either, man. It's you can also when you're packaging it up, if you're freezing it with like in like salt water, that process can take a lot of that out too, depending if you get the right ratio, you know. Um I'm gonna smoke another chicken tomorrow, by the way. I'm excited about that. Well, I gotta brown it. Got a shipment and uh, she ordered from a different company. I did she orders all the time. And she got a bag. I guess she got some kind of sale and gave me a three pound bag of fucking king crab legs and knuckles. So I guess well, I'm yeah. gonna fucking snap do like that stale cracker this weekend fucking do me a little fucking uh crabble nice yeah um i'm excited about doing another smoked chicken i don't know if that first one was a fluke if how good it was or if i'm gonna repeat it a second time you know i'm a little more nervous this time it seems i gotta make sure i brine it that's the key brine it for 24 hours and then uh that's how i do the turkey every year that's how yeah I'm not, i mean i could see smoking a turkey you know i've never even thought about it but i could see yeah that would, wouldn't be that hard my smoker's not that big like the chicken was like about the, the right size. i'm just talking about the brining method but yeah for sure i know yeah y'all do uh some other shit so. i do i do the brighter and all of that that tony chicharri's yeah. creole i mean i'm using that on the outside well so. i use this well you keep the sprinkle in the thing in uh yeah but I get those injectors, and I just inject it about every hour with Creole butter. Right. Well, in the smoker, I don't, I don't know if any of this is real. I just feel so nervous to open it after I've started because I might don't want to let the smoke escape. Well, don't you have to check on it every so often? 
I did last time I had it scheduled for six hours because that's what the little math said. Yeah. But every recipe said four hours. So I was like, let me check it at four. Yeah. And then so I did, but it was done. Well, because like on ribs, most of them will cook them for two or three hours. They pull them out, wrap them in full and then put them back in for like another two hours. Yeah. People so, do that. I mean, people Powwow has a strategy that works well, typically with ribs, but well, I can't even imagine Ribs are so expensive and anything like that. I'm like, I know someday I want to like, I had a single steak last night cause we just had one left over and Coopy wasn't here. I was like, oh, I'm gonna grill up a steak. But I looked up like smoking a single steak, you know, well, you know, that might be good, but all the pictures, like it kind of ends up looking like beef jerky at the end, you know? And I'm yeah. like, I don't think I, I don't do want that. a well done tough meat. I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and grill it. And I grill, you know, it was great. It was delicious. But, um, and that jerky me and cash made it kind of, well, yeah, I could tell he was a little disappointed. I liked it. It tastes like a little meat snack, really. Yeah, you can make um, but, beef jerky on this. And like, I thought about it. So it stayed in the fridge for like a week, and then I started snacking on it again. All the flavor sunk into it. I'm like, Cash, you really need to go try that jerky we, we took a stab at and made. He finally went and did it. He's like, man, Dad, it, it did, you just had to let it set. It, it, it ended up being pretty good. I was like, we need yeah. to tweak the recipe a little bit. But Did y'all use a dehydrator? I cooked it in the oven on low for uh, like uh, 270 for... Fucking nice. four hours. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, see, my dad got a dehydrator. That's how you're supposed to like really do it or I whatever. I wanted to get one, yeah. And it all sucked. Now, I'm not even trying to hate on him. He can't cook. I mean, he's not, that's not his strong suit, neither one of my parents. Uh, and he kept trying to make teriyaki because I enjoy teriyaki beef jerky, but it was just him putting soy sauce. So it all came out like black as fuck. And it always, it never had the right consistency of, I don't tell, know. There, tell him to look up a, a Thai wing sauce recipe, and that's where... It's a little bit of soy sauce, a little bit of what I call Korean barbecue or Asian barbecue. I don't know what the actual word of it is. And a little bit, a tiny bit of sesame oil. And what, like each flavor, you smell them and they're kind of, you're like, man, I don't want none of that. But once you mix them together, they kind of work. Right. I mean, I love soy sauce. So, soy sauce but like, yeah, but like, like even smell, like smelling a sesame or that Mongolian stuff, you're like, oh man, I don't know if I can eat this. But once it cooks and starts simmering in together, right, it's beautiful. Yeah. He got really into it a few years ago. We were bringing back bags every time we saw him and I enjoyed it, but I was always honest. I you know like I am with people's music. Like I just can't not be honest. I'm like, it's okay. And I think he kept kind of getting discouraged. But okay, beef jerky is better than me spending an eighteen dollars. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, store. I was. I mean, I ate it all. You know, I was yeah. eating on it and shit. I mean, so. I love dry. Like I said, me and Cash, we said it was like I, I think we need a different flavor profile. We didn't really see my friend. Well, I like that one. Jonathan, growing up, was kind of a little rich kid at uh, a good part of our friendship. Yeah. You know, and I just remember he would always go with that good times jerky everywhere, and I'd be like, I don't know how you could afford it, but I'm glad I'm your friend. That's just so then good. I can that eat good, it. Shit's good still today. I know it's so good. So anyway, miss it. Um. All right, my last point here. I just thought of this right before we started because I had to come home randomly in the middle of the day because uh, Coopy bought a laptop. It's my wife, but I had to make sure I was here to get it so I didn't get fucking you know swapped off our porch. And luckily, they were here six minutes within their guest that guest time they were going to deliver it. Hell so that yeah. was pretty fucking cool. But either way, I think they should deliver the mail in the evenings. Like, why do I care if a postal worker? has a normal hour job right i don't think i should care about that at all as like the customer right and with those much as porch pirates are a thing why aren't delivery drivers hours just when people will be home a lot of you know i get it not everyone is home but a lot of people work in the day and you just get a fucking package left on your porch and it just sits there all day as all the fucking meth heads walk by you're like the probability of it getting stolen just go up more and more and more we're gonna know? have to blame the powers that be 
because they all send us to school, which is basically a social experiment, in my opinion, anymore. I mean, and then, what point was I trying to go with? What was you talking about? Uh, Uh, That they need to deliver packages at night. Okay, well, everybody goes to school. It's fucking seven to three, eight to five. It's like, and then, like, so when your kids are first young, you got to, like, buy daycare and shit. You So, I mean... Yeah, there's a like. Why does everyone get to work? I wish I could remember all the details. Maybe it's a podcast or just a news article I read. But there is some city in which they are trying different schedules. Because like, if parents work graveyard shift, could their kids do a graveyard shift school? Right? It's like there are thoughts about this. Um, And so I do agree with that. I think the problem with some like our town, it's just not big enough, you know. And I do think schools suck nowadays. I don't think it's for all the the reasons i guess everyone throws out there like because the republicans at least in the state we're in in oklahoma they're trying to kill public education they want to get do away with it and then they want a private business to come in and put a school in your town and then your tax money you can sign your that tax money over to that school so instead of the money going to public schools it goes to this private school that's what they're wanting that's the charter school and they pitch it as it's your choice and now i do think on the surface you're like, that makes sense. I get it. I get it. It makes sense. But I think what will end up happening is there's going to be certain schools that are good. And guess what? Your kids aren't getting in, you know, unless you have so much money or you make a donation or whatever. Because once it's private, they don't have to let any kid Listen, in. Listen, all the, the, the prisons are private now, too. And we exactly. have a huge problem. So exactly. let's not go that route. Well, I like, don't see anything good coming out of the that. The town we're in, and I know a little bit of behind the scenes for it, the, the surrounding towns won't take severely disabled kids. Right. And they'll just claim we just can't. We don't have the money. We don't have the thing. They shouldn't be allowed to do that, in my opinion. But since there's a school in the district that will. The now, one if, we're I in, a, if I was a restaurant in town and didn't have mm-hmm. Ada handicap accessible rules, I would be shut down. Exactly. But so, you know, uh, a town like Lada can say no. Or maybe not Lada, because I don't know how close, because they're a little further away, aren't they? But, you know, um, like Bing or whatever, someone could say no, but Ada has to say yes. Well, that is closer than Bing. Is it? Yeah, I guess you're three, right. Three, four minutes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I was getting rough in yeah. Lada. I always get them yeah, okay. confused. Um, but yeah, so they can say no, or they can kick someone out for something in which Ada has to take them. And so there's all these scenarios where it's like, well, that seems kind of fucked. And then the way the funding works, like... They want to, in our state, fund schools less so they perform worse so then they can go see they're failing. So, like, they're just fulfilling the prophecy, you know? Like, they want it to fail so that they can get their charter schools in. And Kevin Stead, who's our governor, one of the most corrupt politicians, they've said in 74 years when you look at his record, as far as hooking people up with jobs and all this behind-the-scenes shit that's been coming out, I mean, he's probably heavily invested in these charter schools. And this one in our state called Epic, people probably heard of this, or may have, they're a big online school that people love, you know, because they're like, my kid gets bullied, they can go to school on the computer, it's the best in the world. They've gotten caught embezzling so much money. They're all going to jail. That Everyone so. was running to it, too. And what it was, it was a bunch of those ISD kids that were jumping over to Ev- Epic and finishing out their degree. Yep. It was a bunch of the kids that was acting out, didn't want to go to school their last six months, and they switched over to Epic, well, knock, knock it out in a couple months. Thing. I think Not there everyone, should be but. an argument to be made if some kids aren't 
they're not made for school or they don't like the system. Right? Like I'm not saying there's not like friends. I listen to Tom Segura's podcast all the time. And he explains how like he went to a private school, but when he finished, he shot a 2.0, no call one college accepted him a little community college. And all. so like, he probably just wasn't made for school. And then now he's very successful. And you know, like, he got a set on trade yeah. or whatever, but like some people aren't. And I do wish there was a way in like 14 in this country where you're like, guess what? They're not an academic minded person. At least not right now. So we're going to put them on a trade route. You know, they'll go get a job with a tradesman assistant, you know, and they'll learn something like it is weird that we expect all the kids to get a high school diploma, even the ones that are going to hold back some of the ones that are like academically gifted. I I went to high school during the no child left behind era of George Bush, the second one. And I remember and I don't know, maybe it was just my school. Maybe it's had nothing to do with politics, but it really felt like it was a lot of sitting around while the not as smart kids caught up. You know, that was sort of the idea. Like you had to teach to the the lowest denominator. And so like it was a lot of time spent teaching that. Like, how are we going to pass the test? Dumb kids. Y'all, they had to focus on them to raise the floor of the test. And I'm not saying it's you, you of course, have to. But I, it has to hinder in some yeah. way, you know. I don't know. So, like my third child, she's not a bad kid. She absolutely hates turning. Yeah, into she's not a school person. She's not. But in. And I've got a lot of slack for this for some of my family members on our side. Um, it's like, I don't give a fuck about her grades. I right. said, I was gropping at her every day the last two years, and uh, I put her in like a, a depression. Like, it was affecting her mental stability, and I realized that, and I had to back off. But now, I mean, she's kind of getting through. She's starting to click a little bit. But I'm teaching her life skills. She knows how to fill out all of her doctor's forms. She knows she keeps track of her doctor. She takes all of her medicine. Uh, cooks, I think you said. Uh, she cooks. Uh, she's holding down a job with rheumatoid arthritis. Okay, I'm sorry I can't get a, a child with rheumatoid arthritis up at 7 o'clock in the morning. Because you know what? Their bones aren't functioning fucking yet. Right. So if I could take her to school at 10 o'clock, I wouldn't have an issue. For sure. I mean, I just think there should be a way where it's not frowned upon if a kid wasn't academically mom they have another route to go no i i quit doing that we started working on life skills and we're happy about it in our house right. everyone's back well, in a good also like, when i went to college it was like probably the peak of like anyone can go to college mm -hmm. if you got the student loan and anyone can get it who i mean of course they're gonna give you a fucking loan for nothing uh if you get the loan they'll let you into college you know i had, i had some dumb motherfuckers in my college class and i'm like how are you even here you know, and it's Hell, Oklahoma promise was a thing. And yeah, they just as long as you got the certain called, GPA, you got your tuition. I think and these it was called OLAP like, and Oklahoma Higher Access Learning Program. Well, OLAP was my generation. Then it became Oklahoma promise. Then it became something else. So, yeah. I think it's Oklahoma promise now. Is it? Um, yeah, because my kids are doing it. Yeah. Gotcha. So I don't know. It, it was they let everyone in the school. And then you did. You were just had. I had so many people that I'm like. They all dropped out. Like so many people dropped out so quick, you know, and you're like, oh, yeah, you didn't care at all about this. And then we'd come up and be like, oh, this is so and so. They, this is their, what, y'all's 14th semester? Right. And like, and then they would be there another 12 Dane. semesters. I wasn't going to call him out. We might as well. DMFT, Dane motherfucking Toller, man. Yeah, he was around your time. And then when I was coming through pledging, I was helping him with his math. Bro, <laughs> he was before me. <laughs> so great. Like he come a couple years before me. Like he was a part of the original Martin Dunk. Right. The older one. I remember because he'd be like, You got Dr. Hannah? And I go, Yeah. He goes, Yeah, she used to be a she pledged when I pledged. <laughs> and I'll be like, the professor who went off and got a doctorate and came back was in the same pledge year. <laughs> like, he, I'll was, give him so much shit. he was here forever and a couple years ago he finally finished up. Yeah. I saw he was married, I think. Yeah. Man. All kind of shit. So I always liked him. Man, he was, he, was, he was a real good dude. Yeah, he was nice. Um 
not because most weren't or a lot weren't of the older guys, you know, especially you wear a fitted hat. Somehow, all of a sudden, people don't like you around here. I don't, <laughs> it was a weird time period, <laughs> but I think we fought through it. And now I'm almost on their side, you know, <laughs> fuck all these white kids um, dressing like vampires or whatever. It's cool now. I think that's what the rappers do. Oh, no, I've been making this pretty good music. Uh, basically, this whole summer, anytime Koopy's gone, I just sit down with a beat and I'm like, I will make us. I'm not getting up until I finish a song. And uh, that's what I've been doing. I mean, a lot of it's like freestyle. They're like abstract, if you will. You know, it's like random fucking words if you, and shit like that. But I've really enjoyed um, the swag or because uh, I'm feeling like Thetico's about the swag these days. Hell yeah. Um, so anyway, we'll see whatever comes of that. But music, I think, has been pretty good. Yeah. So uh, I think. Like after next week, we'll probably have to back up the time just to hair for the last couple of months. Yeah, all good. Um, I'll have to be working. Till just so let me know. Last week, I had my niece come in. Next week, our nephew comes in for a few oh. days. Not when our, our beginning of the week, okay. you know. So, but it's still a pain in the ass. I mean, no offense to him. Of course, they ever listen someday. But just a lot of my schedule gets fucked up. You know, I'm a very uh, habit based person, and I do the same things basically the same nights every week and shit like that. So it really fucks my shit up. But hopefully it goes quick, and next week I'm alive to talk about it on here. Hell yeah. You know, we'll see. Um, and eventually we'll have the last music pod, so we're about halfway filled up on that. So if anyone's listening, send in your new songs, and we will uh, get that for 69 Hell yeah. Man, Skinny, I'll rock that one out, too. Yeah, well, Skinny's got to maybe bring it down a little bit from last time. <laughs> <laughs> There's no telling, man. We get him how he comes. Yeah, that's true. All right, peace. Peace.
Air the, air the Mo makes beats.